Hey everybody, it's Audrey Ellis and you're listening to Ask Audrey. Yesterday, I did a podcast about my recent weight gain. And for some people, that might sound like a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing for me. So if you want to listen to it, posted it yesterday and yeah, just listen to it. Anyway, um, in that podcast, I mentioned that I would talk about something else that related to what made me lose weight in the first place that caused me to have to gain it all back in a healthy way. And what that was, was how pretty much how controlling my family was when I was growing up. How I was living my life based on what other people wanted as opposed to what I really wanted. And when I was a kid, I was like a very like spiritually in tune kind of person. I could go to church personally. I'm not saying that this means I'm right or wrong, but personally, I could go to church and hear a sermon from a preacher. And I would be able to say to myself, that doesn't sound right to me. And I would just disregard it and say, you know what? That doesn't feed my soul. It doesn't feed my spirit. So it's obviously not meant for me. I've been doing that since I was a kid. So when I started to make decisions for myself, like around 16, 17 years old, I started to make them based on how my spirit felt. If something felt good to my spirit and didn't feel like it was dangerous, it didn't feel like it was wrong, or it felt like it would be you know, a good idea, then I would follow it. If I started working when I was 16. So when I left my first job and I got another job, while I was looking for new jobs, I would have an idea like, oh, you know what? I think I want to be a waitress. I'm like 18 years old. I think I want to be a waitress. I want to make tips and I think it, it looks cool in the movies and, you know, all these different things. So I would go into restaurants and like start inquiring if, about whether or not they were hiring. And when I would step into the restaurant, something in my spirit said that it just didn't feel right. So I had to step back and start to think, what do I really want to do then? What should I really aim to do? So when I thought about it, I realized I love books and I love music and I love coffee and I love people, so I think I want to work at a bookstore. So that's what I chose. I decided to work in a bookstore. And when I went to apply, everything in my spirit felt amazing. But the hiring process for that job took a while, so I went to the movie theater. And I thought, I love movies too, so I can, you know, maybe work at a movie theater in the meantime. Or if I had to work there forever, if I don't get the job at the bookstore, then the movie theater would be a good, a second best, you know. So... When I worked in the, in the movie theater, they didn't pick me for the box office to be able to sell tickets. They put me in the concession stand. So that just made me feel like, you know what? I'm fighting for this dream. I'm going to be in a bookstore. Like, if it's the last thing I do, that's what I'm going to do. So I did. And it felt right in my spirit. And I just, I didn't care about, you know, how much money I was making. I knew that whatever I lacked, God would provide for me. And he always did. Sometimes I only had enough money to pay rent and bills, but I was always fed. God always had angels around me that would keep me fed. People who... I guess since my spirit and I could sense theirs and they would take care of me and I would try my best to reciprocate and take care of them. But God always had people in my path to help take care of me. But for some reason, my family members thought that I was being stupid and being ignorant and naive to believe that the way I was living life was the right way to live. They thought that the best way to live life was to do what they said. Any and everything they said, it should be done. And if we do, if you don't, then pretty much don't talk to them. Or if you go around them, you're going to hear a mouthful every time. So I tried to fight against it. I kept my distance from my relatives and only went around on holidays to kind of, you know, minimize having to hear all of the negative opinions they had because at that time I felt like I was spiritually strong and I felt like I knew what I wanted 
And even though I was 18 and most people would say, you're 18, you don't know what you want. How do you think, how can you think you know? Well, at 18, I would feel like since we're legally considered adults, we should be given the freedom to try to figure out and try to find out what it is that we want to do and try to figure out if we're able to make good decisions. And if these decisions leads to a failure, let us fail so that we can learn from that failure, learn from that mistake, and try better the next time. As long as we're not out trying to do things recklessly and dangerously, if it's just you know a, a decision that's as simple as living with roommates and having a job that pays minimum wage at 18 years old, then what's the harm in that? If, if, if it becomes too difficult and I struggle, once I feel I realize I'm struggling, if I need to do something differently, like maybe go to college, then I'll do that. But allow me to experience life. I feel like Denise Huxtable, <laughs> like, you know, she didn't quite want to go to college just yet. She wanted to see life and experience life first before she went to 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 school. Because when she first enrolled in school, it just wasn't a fit for her. She was too much of that, like, some people might call it a hippie child or a wild child, but she was too much of that free spirit to be bonded to the curriculum and the schedule of college she needed to spread her wings and that's the kind of person that I felt that I was and I thought I was doing fine you know I noticed that my needs were met and everything I needed I had so everything was cool but you know holidays kind of come up frequently especially when everyone has a birthday almost every month so and seeing my family as much as I did it kind of weighed on me and I started to listen to their negative opinions about the choices I was making and how stupid I was for not going to college, even though not going to college wasn't 100% my choice and it wasn't 100% my fault, but that's another story for another time as well. So this is all kind of turned into a chain. Anyway, I digress. Even though that wasn't my choice to not go to college, I was making the best with the choices that I did have. And in doing so, I felt like I should have had more support, but I didn't. So, you know, after so many times of hearing well, if you're not going to go to college, you need to get a better job that pays more money because it's all about making enough money to survive. And that's not really true. Granted, making little money to no money is difficult. It makes life stressful. I get that. But to choose a job just because you're going to make a lot of money as opposed to trying to find something you like that pays well enough to help balance your life a little bit. They were just pretty much pushing the whole, this job pays $18 an hour. And this was like, what, 12, 13 years ago? It's like, this job pays $18 an hour, and back then $18 was a lot better than $18 now. But they were like, you got to get this job, or at least this one pays $15, and this one pays $21, or this one pays $12 at least. But you need to get a better job. You're being stupid thinking you're going to be, you know, living life or living a good life working at that, that minimum wage job forever. And so after hearing that so much, I started, like, praying. I already did pray. I would sit and talk to God, just, like, sit in the window and just talk to him, you know, every day, and especially on my days off, just to kind of check in and make sure that I was doing things right but outside influences can kind of drown out your ability to hear God and that's what I think happened so hearing all the negativity I listened to what they said and as much as I prayed I just said you know what God I need to know for sure when I hear you and that I am hearing you so that I can do whatever it is that you want me to do and so I believe he allowed me to listen to them just so I can remember to never do what other people want me to do again and to always do what I know is right in my spirit in the first place. So I stopped trusting my gut and I just decided to get that good paying job according to my family. And I moved out to a city that was like where the rent was cheap and it was easy to live based on the money that I was making. And I was doing well financially, but 
whew, I was so miserable. My spirit was just not happy. I was not happy at all. And I stayed in this job for two and a half years because from the moment I got the job, my family started saying, oh, I'm so proud of you. And they started they started bragging about me to their friends and, and to their other relatives. Like, you know how much money she makes and you know what she's doing and this, that, and the other. And so to hear that, especially after not having heard that before, you know, as a child or, or growing up, it kind of, you know, like accolades and praises can go to your head. So even if you don't feel happy about why you're getting the accolades, just getting them can kind of like ease the pain or make you feel a little bit better, even if, if only for a moment. So because I was hearing all those good things, I just couldn't like find it within me to leave that job that I hated so much. But when I got into my 20s, I decided that it was just time to go. Like I started talking to God again. Because during that time working in this other job, I felt like I lost like contact with God in a sense. I would just wake up and say, thank you for the day, God. All right, talk to you later. Like pretty much dismissive. Like, all right, God, thank you so much. Ooh, God. Oh, um, thank you for this food. Bless it. Thank you. Like it just became like a routine as opposed to a connection that I used to have. So I've started realizing that part of my misery came from not just disconnecting from listening to my spirit and doing what my spirit said, but it came from not even connecting and, and checking in with him at all. Because if I had checked in with him, maybe I might have left earlier. Or if I had trusted him, maybe I might have left that job, you know, within the first month. Anyway, so I started to seek him out again and started to like pray and just ask for guidance to get back on track. And it's been a long journey. And I remember I went to church and Bishop Noel Jones said that sometimes God allows the consequence of the action to be greater than the action itself just to remind you never to do that again so that's how i feel everything that came in the aftermath of doing what what my family told me to do as opposed to doing what i knew was best for myself it took a long time to come out of that everything that came after it took a long time to to be pulled out of it and be brought out of it there were so many different consequences that came up from listening to other people instead of trusting my spirit but now i feel like i'm back on track listening to myself and doing what it is that I want to do. And and I may not speak to my family as much anymore. It's not because I hate them or I'm mad at them or like I hold them accountable. Like 100%, I say that it's like 25, no more than 50%, but I take responsibility for my actions too, for not just trusting myself and being strong enough then to say, I don't care if you think I'm stupid, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm not hurting myself and I'm not hurting anyone else. And I have the right to at least fail on my own. Like, isn't there a lyric to a song? It's, uh, oh yeah, The Greatest Love of All, the song that Winnie Houston did. She said, if I fail, if I succeed, at least I lived as I believed. That's my mantra. I mean, if I was going to fall flat on my face, I would want to do it knowing that it was my decision to start that led me to the failure. Because while I knew in the beginning, it might not have been a failure, it might have been a success. And I was trying to get success, the reason why I made the decision that I did. So I'm back on track, but I... I just know now, like deep in my spirit and deep in my subconscious, like just every part of me knows moving forward, the best thing in life is to make decisions based on what I want to do and how I want to do it. And even if I get negative feedback from anyone around me saying it's not a good idea or you're going to regret this or you're going to fail. okay, fine. Let me fail. I'll fail on my own. I don't care. But at least the failure will be mine to claim. And I'll be able to say I did that. I tried that. I saw it all the way through. And I could have succeeded, and it's okay that I didn't, but at least I'm not going to have to say, this is all your fault to another person. Because initially, 
when I looked up at my life and I realized that I was in a situation that I didn't like, I tried to blame my family for leading me down that path. I tried to say, how could you guys tell me to do these things? This was all bad. How could you do this to me? But as much as that's like a tiny percent true, how could you guys lead me down the path? Like I said, I had to take responsibility for even listening, for even taking that direction and for not being strong enough to say no. But I'm also forgiving of myself because I know I was just 18. So how, 18, 19 years old. So how do I really know what's right unless I test things out? So I started off testing out, listening to myself. It was doing well for me, but I took a different turn and tried to listen to what other people said who were older and more experienced just to see if that actually had any bearing in life and if that actually worked. If doing what other, pe- what other people told you to do actually works in life. If it actually leads to some type of happiness. <sighs> For me, it didn't. But that's just my experience. But I wonder what other people think. Like, If you guys have anything to chime in on or anything to say about how you feel about that, I would love to hear from you. Uh, my email address that I put in my first few episodes is ask Audrey podcast at gmail.com that's a-s-k-a-u-d-r-e-y-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com i would love to hear back from y'all but anyway i thank you for listening and i hope you listen again tomorrow